Welcome everybody to the Beyond the Box podcast. This is Marianne Sunderland, author of homeschoolingwithdyslexia.com website. Uh, this post is simply a reading of a post that is already on my website called How to Explain Dyslexia to Family. Do you feel your kids with dyslexia are misunderstood by friends and family? Here are some simple and easy ways to explain dyslexia to friends and family so they can offer the support and compassion you need. We're coming up on the holiday season with all the family gatherings for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the New Year. To be totally honest, this isn't always the time of joy and togetherness that many of us hope for. So if that's you, know that you're not alone. Besides the usual differences that can divide family members, many of you who are reading this post today also face misunderstandings from family members or loved ones about your kids' learning delays or your choice to homeschool. Lots of you have left the traditional school system or, like me, avoided it altogether because of the chronic misunderstandings our kids often face within the walls of the traditional schoolroom. So when our own family members do or say things because of their misunderstandings about learning differences, not only can it really hurt, it can be super discouraging. We want to protect our kids so badly, but the truth is that misunderstandings about dyslexia are still way too common. When you become a parent or a relative of a person with dyslexia, you also become, whether you like it or not, an advocate for dyslexia awareness. <clears throat> Explaining Dyslexia to Friends and Family When we first started our dyslexia journey over 25 years ago, my family members misunderstood our kids. Over time, they were able to see that our kids were indeed smart and capable, and eventually they accepted our decision to homeschool. Their understandings didn't come overnight, but it did come. Here are some things that I recommend as you help your family members understand dyslexia. First of all, accept that misunderstandings are going to happen. No matter how much you do to protect your kids, their learning differences will eventually be misunderstood. In a way, this is a positive thing. People can see that our kids are smart, so their struggles with reading, writing, memory, or focus don't match their perceptions of smart kids. The truth is that kids with dyslexia and ADHD are smart, but struggle in ways that are unexpected. It can also be helpful to remember how little you knew about dyslexia before you got educated. Having the right expectations in this area makes a huge difference. Know that your support of your kids far outweighs any hurt caused by misunderstandings. Even though someone may hurt your child's feelings or yours, the understanding and support you provide for your kids is the most important thing. Successful dyslexics repeatedly state that the most impacting factor in their success was the presence of at least one caring adult, whether a teacher or family member. This person believed in them and advocated for their needs. If you're reading or listening to this post right now, that person is probably you. Even though it's hard and upsetting to be judged unfairly, your kids will get through it with your help. Teach your kids about dyslexia so they can advocate for themselves. Unless you plan to hide your kids in their rooms for the rest of their lives, not recommended, eventually they're going to have to be able to explain dyslexia to others. Teaching your kids to explain dyslexia will immunize them from misunderstandings. When teaching younger kids about dyslexia, it's important not to overwhelm them. Try using my children's book, What is Dyslexia? I'll put a link in the show notes here. 
to help them gain an understanding of what dyslexia is and how it may be affecting them. My 11-year-old read this last year and had many aha moments. Consider your child's needs first. If your child really struggles with new or unusual settings or crowds, sounds, or foods, maybe a family gathering isn't the best thing for them at this time. If you decide to go anyway, see my next tip for how to handle this. Anticipate your child's needs. You may need to take breaks from group activities and head outside for a walk or avoid food issues by bringing your own food, etc. This doesn't need to be a negative experience. If your child is getting overwhelmed, suggest something fun like a walk, even in the rain or snow, or going outside to splash in the rain or building a snowman, whatever will help your child re-regulate. For us, going outside was often enough to help my kids relax and better be able to enjoy their visit. Now, here's some tips for how to teach your kids how to talk about their dyslexia. So first, we want to teach our kids how to explain their dyslexia. This is a big one. Practice a few brief explanations that your child can use to explain why they may not be able to read the instructions on a game or recipe or whatever. An example for elementary-aged kids is, I have dyslexia. That means my brain is wired a little differently than yours, but different is okay. Just takes me longer to read, write, and understand information. Please be patient with me. Because of my dyslexia, I have used my creativity to find other ways of doing things. And here's an example for middle school and high school kids. Dyslexia makes things like reading and writing a struggle sometimes, but I've used my creativity to find different ways to get things done. I'm good at fill in the blank here, but my brain's wiring makes fill in the blank here a challenge sometimes. And lastly, here's an example for adults or college-aged kids. Dyslexia means my brain processes information differently. Everyone has challenges. Once I figure figured out that I can use tools like audiobooks and computers, I've been able to work around my weaknesses. Dyslexia isn't something I can fix, but I figured out how to work around it, where I struggle and embrace it, and where it helps me. And here, I've linked here to a post for more information on teaching kids about self-advocacy. Now, here are some dyslexia basics to share. Being able to offer quick bites of information to family members can be helpful. Here are some basic facts about dyslexia that address many of the most common dyslexia myths and misunderstandings. What dyslexia is. Dyslexia is a neurological learning difference. In other words, if someone has dyslexia, his or her brain is wired to handle information differently. It's also genetic and inherited from family members. This fact can actually make for some interesting conversations. How dyslexia affects an individual. It can take longer to process information and figure out how to use new data. It can also make reading and writing more difficult. Advantages of dyslexia. Sometimes spatial reasoning and creative thought are easier for people who have dyslexia. People with dyslexia have succeeded in all fields, including business, architecture, and creative arts. What dyslexia doesn't mean, having dyslexia doesn't make a person dumb or lazy. If you're new to the world of dyslexia, follow this link to the Start Here page on my website for links to more basic information. Advocacy helps friends and family understand dyslexia. Educate yourself about dyslexia. 
Learning to advocate for our dyslexic kids is part of the job description as a parent of a child with dyslexia. Being an advocate starts with you getting educated about dyslexia and other learning differences. This by far has made the biggest impact on my own ability to communicate with concerned friends and family about my kids' struggles. You can get educated quickly by taking one of my online parent education courses. I'll pop the link in the show notes. Educate your kids too. Next, it's important to begin to educate your kids about their learning struggles. I often hear parents say they don't want to address the subject with their kids because they don't want to label them. I strongly discourage this mindset for the most part. While there is a time and a place to begin this discussion, I believe it must take place. Otherwise, our kids will come to their own conclusion of why they struggle, usually that they lack intelligence, which is simply not the case. So I'll pop some links down here, one about labeling kids with dyslexia, one about talking to your kids about dyslexia, and another post to teach kids how to self-advocate. I'll also put a link to my children's book, Good for Kids About 6 to 12 Years Old, on teaching kids about dyslexia. And lastly, I'm providing some dyslexia resources that you can offer your family members. One of the best uh, resources available are the International Dyslexia Association Fact Sheets. And I've placed a link in the show notes and in the blog post here. Um, I'm also linking to one of what I think is one of the most effective ones for family members called Dyslexia Basics. I also have a printable list of signs of dyslexia that you can print and bring with you to family gatherings. So how about you? Have you talked to friends and family about dyslexia? 